you're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So last week's episode of the Paracast, if you haven't heard it, was something else. That's where we had the tables turned on us. Chris and I were interviewed by four of our forum members, Ufology, Burn State, and Chris Johnson and Jeff Crowell. And it was so fascinating, we did another 45 minutes of it on After the Paracast. And I want to bring that up because when we decided to do After the Paracast, we didn't have a game plan. It was basically going to be the rest of the show, post-game commentary, that sort of thing, or just something that occurred to us that we needed to talk about in a more extended way than just doing a 10-minute introduction to the show as we're doing right now. To get on the list to receive that show, you have to join the Powercast Plus at plus.thepowercast.com, plus.thepowercast.com. There are simple sign-up instructions there. It's $5 a month, but if you spend $50 for a year subscription, get a copy of Secrets of the Mysterious Valley from Chris, an ebook version. If you go for the full Monday, five years, $175, you also get that book plus Stalking the Tricksters. Such a deal. Plus dot thepowercast.com. It's really being talked about all over the place, so you want to check it out. In any case, on last week's episode, we were talking briefly about the alternate state of consciousness that is generated when you take certain substances. Another way of seeing maybe what's happening in another reality. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this. It's just in passing, Chris. But my first wife, Geneva, and I in the 70s used to know a psychiatrist from Brooklyn, New York. And I forget his name now. But he was an associate of Timothy Leary, believe it or not. And so we had the opportunity to try the very best of that particular substance. <laughs> the tooth comes out. Well, you know, I did about everything in those days. Not anymore. Oh, I'm too old to have fun anymore now. Okay. Just checking. No, I know. I know that. But it was interesting. But there was another experience. And I'll mention this because I think Geneva has made this public. And this was another time we went to New York City. At that point, we were living in Coatesville, Pennsylvania, believe it or not. It used to be a steel mill town until the steel mill left. And this was, I think, probably in the late 70s or 80s when, you know, that just went away. But in the meantime, we came to New York and we got together with Alan Greenfield, Alan Greenfield's wife. And this was, I think, his second wife or his first wife, Barbara Greenfield and Jim Osley. And we have substances available. So Jim says, let's try this. And I said, okay. You see, we were pretty crazy. And we knew we'd be staying there the night. So it wasn't a matter of trying to drive a four-hour trip or whatever and being under the influence. So we all took the same thing and had hardly any effect except for Geneva. And she underwent a complete alternate reality experience where she was completely engulfed with this experience. She was laughing and giggling like she was exposed to a totally different reality. And it very much impacted her for the next few years, because I think a lot of the things she believed in, a lot of the way she approached her life changed that evening. But again, the substance we partook of had practically no effect on anyone else. Have you ever seen that, Chris, where only one person is impacted far in excess of what 
a substance is expected to deliver. Yeah, yeah, I have. Some people tend to be more susceptible, I think, have a lower tolerance. Other people, um, like me, prefer the heroic dose approach, where you take as much as everybody else combined. I don't like to do things um, (laughs) half-assed, shall we say. So, yeah, uh, there can be a variation in terms of uh, and, and variation in terms of, of whatever substance you're referring to. I mean, it, it can ebb and flow, and in terms of dosage, especially if it's LSD. I mean, you know, you're talking about micro micrograms in terms of the amount of active ingredient, and it doesn't take very much variance to increase or decrease the amount that that is doled out, you know, per dose, if you will. So, yeah, I have seen uh, variations. And I've also seen people that, you know, tend to be less susceptible in, I guess, their ability to um, assimilate the substance uh, is stronger. Uh, You know, they have more barriers against it or something uh, in terms of the way the experience unfolds. And some people, you know, you could hit them with a baseball bat and they, they, they just turn around and go, what'd you do that for? And somebody else, you do that and you kill them. So, you know, everybody's different. So we really can't second guess uh, why that happened, but but it's it's not uncommon. Well, in this particular case, she had partaken of these substances prior to that, more than I did, and subsequently, but only this particular time that impact her that severely. Hmm. Well, was it paper? Was it window pane? Was it, uh, you know, little micro dots, uh, domes, double domes? I mean, do you remember what it was? What, what form it, it was in? Not offhand, no. And the only other person, there are two other people who were around at the time, one of whom is no longer here. The other is Alan Greenfield, and I'd have to ask him if he remembers when Geneva really took off into another reality. And you kind of wonder here, are we seeing them the same reality that we see if we have a near-death experience or we think we've been abducted by UFOs? Although in this particular case, it was a very happy experience. For no, that entire it, evening until the next day, she was just in a state of complete bliss. No. Well, you know, again, I, I, I don't think enough work has been done to try to uh, establish any potential correlations between, on the surface, what appear to be, you know, completely different types of experiences. But, you know, we have seen commonalities and descriptions. Uh, there have been some indications uh, with the work of Rick Strassman, for instance, uh, with the DMT study, uh, I, I believe it was here in the Southwest, either in New Mexico or, or Arizona, which he mentions in his book, The Spirit Molecule. There, you know, everybody has a different type of experience, but there are commonalities that tie, especially with dimethyltryptamine, that, that ties together from experiencer to experiencer. Whether we're able to establish uh, any sort of real, I guess, cut and dried examples of, uh, you know, exact correlations uh, between NDEs, uh, the abduction phenomenon, and some sort of uh, mind-altering substance. Uh, I don't think enough enough work has been done. Uh, you know, I think Red Pill Junkie pointed out uh, a couple of shows back that uh, there seem to be some parallels, and uh, I think that deserves more attention, and, and somebody should do uh, work in that, in that realm. We'll get into some of that maybe further in after the Paracast. Oh, I did start thinking about it. I think the substance we had was mescaline. Okay. Ah, that explains it. Okay. As I said, for the rest of us, 
it seemed to be a very mild dose, unusually mild. Now, we're going to change that focus here. or Maybe it's not a different focus because we're going to be talking about a book by Rosemary Ellen Guiley called Guide to Psychic Power. And I need that because I have no psychic power. Some people say it's just psycho. <laughs> but I, I need a, a guide to psychic power. And thus, we're going to have her here. In the next 30 seconds, Chris, tell us more about what we can expect. Well, you know, Rosemary's been on the show quite a number of times. And, uh, you know, again, I have actually been out in the field. I've worked with her. She is one of the, if not the best, field investigator I've ever worked with. And I've worked with a number of them. Um, she has the people skills, uh, the you know the educated background and the experience uh, to be very very helpful in a, in a variety of situations that uh, investigators of this you know of this realm find themselves and Rosemary just did an absolute I mean an unbelievably good job helping uh, this couple uh, in the initial case we we actually worked on two but the first case. These folks were really uh, beside themselves. They were very freaked out. And Rosemary really did a good job getting them to be objective about the whole, the whole uh, series of events that they were experiencing. And, and they were much calmer uh, when she was done. Rosemary Allen Guiley coming up with Gene and Chris. You're in The Paracast. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It took hours before it returned, but I had already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Talk to a sales rep at iWeb.com. Use the promo code TECHNIGHTOWL for a special discount. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. This is a healthcare alert from the Pain Relief Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one suffers from knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain and have Medicare as your primary insurance, we've got great news. You don't have to suffer any longer. You can immediately qualify for a pain relieving brace at little or no cost to you by calling our 24-7 Pain Relief Hotline at 866-389-0620. Delivery is free and all paperwork is handled for you. If you are on Medicare and have knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain, don't wait you can qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost by calling our 24-7 pain hotline now at 866-389-0620. Our representatives are standing by 24-7 to take your call and rush you your pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you. Shipping is free and all paperwork is handled for you. Just call 866-389-0620. That's 866-389-0620. Again, 866-389-0620. Okay, open your mouth and say, ah. Ah. 
When your child has a sore throat, you need to know when to get help. The doctor-recommended Say-Ah Sore Throat Exam is your solution. The scientifically designed oral retractor offers a clear view of the throat, relaxing the tongue and minimizing gag reflex. Compare with a medical grade chart, website, and app. Then you'll know just what to tell your doctor. A wellness plan in your hands in minutes. Go to sayahnow.com. Sayahnow.com, the new mainstay for every family's first aid kit. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $19.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. 1-855-905-MY-TV. Say goodbye to the cable guy. Cut costs and get more. 1-855-905-MY-TV. 1-855-905-MY-TV. If you're like me, you're concerned about the stock market and the economy. You're asking the questions, but it just doesn't seem that you're getting the right answers. Well, my friends at the Wealth Preservation Institute not only have the answers, but they've put together a free report, How to Survive the Upcoming Economic Collapse and Protect Your 401Ks, IRA Savings, and Retirement Income. Don't hesitate. This report's for free for a limited time by calling 888-772-2929. That's 888-772-2929. Take back your financial lives today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Well, it's been a while since we've had Rosemary Ellen Guiley here on the Paracast with Gene and Chris, but she's got a new book out called Guide to Psychic Power. And, you know, I've read through some of it. I haven't read the full book. I think, personally, it's something I need because I cannot imagine that I have any psychic power at all. (laughs) So you think I'm a lost cause, Rosemary? Absolutely not, Gene. In fact, you've got plenty of company because the media uh, have conditioned us to regard psychic psychics and the topic of psychic power as something that pertains to a privileged few. Uh, These are individuals who have some sort of marked uh, talent and uh, they do dramatic things and they act out in dramatic ways on, on television. But in fact, all of us have innate psychic power. Uh, it goes by many names, hunches, gut instinct, intuition. It, it's all the same thing. We're born with this. It's an inner radar. And uh, even if we don't feel we have much of this inner radar, we can do so many things to connect with it and amplify it. I do believe that this is uh, one of the most important skills that we can have in the present and on into the future. Let me ask you here, is it possible or reasonable to assume that as young people become trained in the ways of society, this ability is suppressed? It often is. You're absolutely right. Well, take kids, for example. Most kids have 
unusual experiences. They have paranormal experiences. They have psychic experiences. And what's the reaction in Western culture? Well, usually the, the adults get a little freaked out. They say, oh, it's just your imagination or don't do that uh, or, uh, you know, it's not real. And uh, children uh, have a hard time hanging on to this ability anyway as they get older unless it's uh, a very marked ability. And that's normal as kids become more socialized in the world and more directed toward getting along in the outer world. The inner world starts to take a back seat. But conditioning from adults and from society and even from what they're exposed to on the media can encourage uh, youngsters to uh, repress this or consider it some sort of aberration. So in a sense here, if they have strange experiences as kids, parents will basically make them feel they're just making it all up. Many of them do. And of course, for, for a lot of adults, uh, it's rather unsettling. Uh, because uh, it may fall outside of their norm. Whatever their worldview is might not accommodate these sorts of experiences. So uh, I've always felt that children should be allowed to acknowledge and have their experiences uh, and that adults should find some way to try and help the child explain them and incorporate them into uh, their normal activities, their worldview, their emerging worldview. Yeah, I've noticed that that all kids seem to have this wonderful sensitivity that's kind of natural and I think innate. And as they grow older, they sort of are, I don't think they lose it. I think that it's not as important to them as it was when they were uh, small children. And I I think we're all born with a certain amount of, of psychic gifts. We just, the society and our, you know, our environment sort of, I don't know, just kind of (laughs) dissuades us from, um, you know, from developing that, it's unfortunate because I think, as you as you point out, everybody has these gifts. Uh, it's just a matter of developing them. And I, I love the way the book is set up, Rosemary. It has all—I mean, the whole thing is a practical guide of how to develop your psychic power, just like the <laughs> the book the book's title uh, suggests. And it's uh, very very well laid out. I really like the way, first of all, that you do attempt to put this subject in a easy to understand uh, manner. It's quite methodical the way you've done it. Uh, it's unfortunate that uh, there's such a, I don't know, there's this weird stig- stigma attached um, to this subject in, in many people's eyes. And uh, it's unfortunate because we could all gain from listening to our inner inner voices sometimes. Uh, well, thank you so much, Chris. And I'd really like to see this faculty become uh, more accepted and, and really part of the norm, that this is uh, one of our natural skills that we need to cultivate along with our our other social and educational and creative skills uh, on into life. And, uh, you know, back in the 1960s, there was an interesting survey done by a parapsychologist, Douglas Dean. And uh, he's passed on now, but uh, he did a survey of very successful corporate executives, asking them how they explain their super success, because these were people who went beyond the charts and the numbers and uh, logic. Uh, and they all use terms to explain to describe psychic ability, but they cringed at the word psychic. They would say, "Well, you know, uh, I just get these gut instinct moments, or I have these really strong hunches that I have to pay attention to, and you know, I feel certain physical sensations, or I have certain imagery." 
uh, or they even say things like, well, and uh, sometimes you just have to fly by the seat of your pants. And that's uh, another uh, application of psychic ability. But if you asked any of them if they were psychic, they would have vehemently denied it. They attributed it to some natural function, but here again we can see how uh, Western social and media conditioning have kind of contaminated the word psychic. And uh, I've used both words, intuition and psychic, with audiences, and uh, sometimes people are more receptive to the word intuition than psychic, even though we're talking about the same thing. So in Guide to Psychic Power, my feeling is, let's call a spade a spade. This is what we're dealing with. Everybody has it. It's a benefit. It's a boon. It's something that uh, can really give us an extra advantage in many situations. So, uh, you know, let's not be afraid of it anymore. And the book really is a culmination of a lot of things that I've tried over the years and things that I've learned through um, taking intuition and psychic development courses, through meditating, through uh, all kinds of techniques that I've experimented with to, uh, to bring this ability to the fore. And uh, so the book really is a, a very comprehensive uh, approach to uh, allowing people to find their psychic strengths and then amplify them. We're talking about corporate executives. And so just the other night, Apple CEO Tim Cook was on Stephen Colbert's Late Show. And I was thinking about his predecessor, the late Steve Jobs. And Steve Jobs just had the perfect instinct about the gadgets that people would just love. And he's a person who wasn't really that well-educated. He barely went to college. I think he audited a few classes. But he became this consummate genius. So would we say that Steve Jobs was psychic? Uh, I would certainly use that term for him. Any great visionary, and uh, a lot of these CEOs and, and innovators, they're visionaries. And being able to vision something is a psychic faculty. You you see something that isn't manifest. You have uh, a strong feeling uh, that it, it should be manifest, that it, it could be something really great. You even have some ideas for how to go about doing it. Uh, and that does involve the psychic faculty because that's something that is sweeping the time, space, landscape all the time. You're really looking beyond your present circumstances into potential, into probabilities. Let's talk more into what psychic powers really are or might be and how to harness yours. And I could learn something here, I think. Rosemary Ellen Guiley with Gene and Chris. You're in the Supercast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Healthy, organic, fresh fish, robust, mouth-watering vegetables, all from your home. It's called aquaponics. This brilliant, self-sustaining protein and veggie system is perfect for year-round growing. Know exactly where your food is coming from. Aquaponicsource.com is the one-stop shop for all your needs. Fish, fish food, plumbing, full systems, classes, and more. Learn to build your own system. Go to aquaponicsource.com for a free guide to aquaponics. That's aquaponicsource.com. Hi, I'm Rick Osick with Famous Footwear. Did you know that premature birth is the number one killer of babies? That's why we support the March of Dimes in the fight against premature birth. Join us in supporting cutting-edge research, treatment programs, and outreach to help moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. 
Learn how you can help save babies' lives at marchofdimes.org. neighbor what are you doing digging you had a heart attack last year oh i know i was told no more hard labor then why are you digging well i've been taking extendivite it's been approved to help my heart extendivite is that a new drug no not a drug it's uh more like an herbal combination made from garlic and cayenne herbal how can that help well, actually, we've taken herbs for thousands of years, and Extendivite is doing the job for me. Does your doctor know about Extendivite? Yeah, my doctor knows, and he said it seems to be working for you, so don't stop taking it. I feel great taking Extendivite. I don't want to stop. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822, or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to produce an endless supply of nano-sized silver solutions right from the convenience of your home. Silver Lungs. With the addition of our unique lung delivery system, respiratory infections are targeted directly, where traditional oral administration simply cannot reach. This pioneering method also preserves the original particle sizes and delivers your silver solution directly into the bloodstream. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at silverlungs.com. That's silverlungs.com. My name is Bill Bonner, and I'm the president of the largest private news and research network in the world. And I paid for this airtime because I have an important message to the American people. There's a change coming that the government isn't telling you about. This change has deep implications for life in America, from where you shop to the doctors you visit and the family you want to protect. Look, I've made predictions like this before. Thing is, I was right then, too. A few years ago, I warned that housing prices would collapse. They did. Before that, I warned that dot-com companies would crash. They did. Those who listened had a chance to save themselves. But this has nothing to do with the stock market. This will affect us all. You can watch the video for free right now by going to disappearingdollar.com. Again, that's disappearingdollar.com. Owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Get on board with the tax admiral. Don't take on the IRS alone. I'll cut penalties and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. If you owe $10,000 or more, then call the tax admiral. Call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. This is Marie D. Jones, the author of This Book is from the Future, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Ah, Chris is back to his old tricks, I think. On the Paracast, Rosemary Ellen Guiley, and she is author of a new book called Guide to Psychic Power. And I've got a copy, the ebook version right in front of me right now, all 254 pages of it. So let's define our terms, Rosemary Ellen Guiley. Psychic power, specifically, what does that mean? 
Well, it certainly involves psi, which would be ESP, uh, telepathy. ESP involves precognition and premonition. Uh, a lot of intuitive and psychic moments uh, come when we sense something that we can't explain logically, but we just know it's right. And uh, this often comes in decision-making, like being able to make a decision about something uh, that isn't yet manifest. It uh, involves being able to perceive probabilities in the future, sensing the thoughts of others. And uh, I do believe that many successful people probably unwittingly use a natural uh, telepathic ability uh, in negotiations to literally read somebody's mind or get a sense of uh, what they're thinking, uh, where they're leaning, and that they can use that to advantage. It's far more than just reading body language, for example. Uh, the psychic faculty manifests through the five senses. So people's strengths will usually fall around one, one sense. Like many people might be visual. So they would have, you know, clairvoyance, that's clear seeing. Uh, they might be able to see things in their heads, get images, uh, very strong images of something that would affect making a decision or looking into the future. Some people are clairaudient. They hear things. They might hear uh, inner voices in their heads or sometimes voices that seem to manifest in the air around them, voices literally giving instructions and guidance. Some people are clairsentient. That is, they feel things. They just get kind of an emotional feeling, and that often manifests in physical sensations like a tingling, a prickling of the skin, a heavy feeling in the gut, or a light feeling in the gut. People also get psychic information. These would be more unusual through uh, taste and smell, but those are part of the senses too. And so, you know, we see it in some of the um, descriptions that we use in language, like, well, that whole idea just gives me a bad taste in my mouth. That could be the psychic faculty coming through. You literally get a sense of a bad taste in your mouth at the idea of something, or it doesn't smell right to me. It doesn't feel right. It feels really good. Uh, all of these uh, things that we say are indications of our own psychic faculty giving us cues uh, about uh, the potential of any given situation. Now, when we talk about internal voices, we're not talking about hearing voices, are we? Some people actually do uh, hear what uh, sounds like uh, a direct voice that's ambient. You know, it is in the environment. For most people, it's going to be an inner voice, and uh, usually it's an inner voice that sounds distinctly different from uh, the voice of ourselves that's usually playing through our heads, and um, there are different explanations for this. It's your higher self talking. It's uh, Some people interpret it as their guardian angel or guide. Some people literally interpret it as the voice of God, but there have been cases where uh, people feel that a voice literally booms out of space at them. Other people don't hear it, but they hear it in a more externalized way. And uh, these uh, external voices are usually um, just very short, succinct, um, and often of an instructional nature. Uh, you should do this, or this is what's going to happen. Uh, and it's, it's a breakthrough. Well, the psychic faculty, um, which involves the guidance of the higher self and uh, whatever uh, spiritual channels we're attuned to, it, it finds the best way to get information through to any person. And uh, for some people, that's going to be fairly consistent. And for other people, it might come in a variety of ways. 
Now, obviously, some people, when they say they hear voices, we think they're crazy. And sometimes those voices tell them to do nasty things. Well, there are cases where uh, individuals have very thin boundaries. Uh, I see this in some of the uh, what I call problem paranormal cases that I deal with, where uh, people feel that they are under some sort of oppressive influence from uh, negative uh, presences who speak to them and influence them. That's really a different kind of case from what I'm talking about in Guide to Psychic Power. This is uh, about having a clear line to your highest and best good. Now, even back in ancient times, however, ancient people acknowledged that there were positive and negative forces that could uh, uh, could speak to people. And Socrates claimed to have uh, Damon in either ear, one whispering good things and one uh, trying to um, incite him to, to bad things. But when we ally ourselves to the intuition, we're asking our higher self to guide us in things that should unfold for us in the best way possible. We're looking out for our best interests. And sometimes that guidance is going to come in the form of no. You know, you should not do it. It's uh, You get a very heavy negative feeling or negative indications. That's a little different than people who have these very thin boundaries, people who might be bipolar or uh, have chronic depression, uh, multiple personality, uh, schizophrenia, where they're being bombarded by a lot of uh, disparate sources at, at any given time. Yeah, that'd be disconcerting, boy. Yes, jump off the Grand Canyon rim. Go ahead. It'll be fun. That's not your intuition talking. No. <laughs> well, some people, I mean, I've taken so many people up to the canyon, and there have been a number of people that, that you know, have shied away from the rim. And, and I asked them why, and they said, because something's telling me to jump. <laughs> it's like... You know, well, a lot of people have that sensation, uh, especially people who have a great fear of heights. And they, uh, this is very commonly reported, that they feel that there is, is some force urging them to the edge and to go over. And uh, I, I really don't know what that's related to, uh, but it's a very common reaction to being exposed to a high place. Yeah. Let me give you an example about extreme fear of heights. And I feel it. My wife feels it. So we were watching this Mission Impossible movie. Where Tom Cruise, I was about to say Tom Hanks for some reason, though I can't imagine why. You might remember the scene where he really did this. Tom Cruise, playing Ethan Hunt in Mission Impossible, is standing outside this building. He always takes these wacky, wacky stunts. Now, it's possible this is all faked. It's just for publicity. He's not really doing this. But maybe he's crazy enough to do it. And watching him do that, standing outside that building... My wife said, I can't watch this. You know, it makes me dizzy. We're watching it on our flat panel TV set. I was watching it. I was maybe less comfortable. I'll give you another example of that, Heights. There's a scene in the pilot for the new Supergirl TV series. They've played the preview where to prove to her friend from the top of a building that she is really the woman who saved an airplane with these superpowers. She falls over the side of a tall building. And that scene also can make you dizzy the same way. But we're not really atop a building. We're just watching it on TV. I'm, I'm with you on that, Gene. I find scenes like that uh, very unsettling to watch. And uh, I, I can spe only speculate that uh, these reactions tie into 
an innate anxiety or fear that most human beings have about uh, being on the uh, the edge of a very high place with a, a danger of falling over. Oh boy, what can there I was, say? There was a case up at uh, Grand Canyon uh, several years ago where a group of um, of young students, I think high school students. Uh, we're standing along the edge and there was like an outcropping that you could jump over, you know, a gap and then go out onto this other rock. And unfortunately the limestone was, was pretty slick because it had rained. And one of the, one of the guys fell and died. And it was, I think the following day or maybe two days later, another group of students were right there at Yaki point, exactly where this kid fell. Let's do a break here and have a cliffhanger. They were at the same point where this person fell. We'll find out what happened next. Rosemary <laughs> Ellen Guiley, author of Guide to Psychic Powers, with us with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Conspiracy Journal is your number one source for the hidden world of the weird and strange. We bring you thought-provoking and controversial material for free-thinking individuals who are seeking what is really going on in our world today. Some of this material may adversely affect you. Other pieces are meant to enlighten. Either way, be prepared to be intrigued by such things as the reality of UFOs, ghosts, strange creatures from time and space, hidden conspiracies, time travel, Nikola Tesla, suppressed technology, and a whole lot more. You can find out more by visiting our website at conspiracyjournal.com. There you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter sent directly to your email address. Find out what they don't want you to know. Attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas, is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention, Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24 7. Call 800 261 That's 800 261 Seven-year-old female and had a heart attack in 2005. This is Alice from New Jersey. I still get angina, even with four stents. I was taking nitro two or three times a week. The very first day after taking heart and body extract, the chest pain was gone. Now I don't wear a nitro patch. Learn the secrets of an effective, natural, 100% organic nutritional supplement for a healthy heart and circulation at hbextract.com. Are your Google search results killing you? Unflattering content in blogs, news articles, online reviews, social media, or other sources can jeopardize your reputation, your business, and your livelihood. Let Reputation.com help. Our patented technology will make the truth about you more visible while pushing down unwanted negative content. Improve your Google search results. Call Reputation.com at 1-800-831-0771 for a free consultation. That's 800-831-0771. 
For over five years, you've been hearing about the Berkey guy, so you may know a few things about him. For example, you are well aware of the superior quality and effectiveness of Berkey water filters and accessories. But did you know the Berkeys have had independent lab tests done to prove just how effective they are? It's true, and he can email you the test results. Just visit GoBerkey.com. You may also know that the Berkey guy has helped tens of thousands of people get better prepared. Now here's something you may not know. GoBerkey.com has amazing specials and deals all the time on a wide variety of survival and preparedness products. Most ready to ship same day. Visit the Berkey guy at GoBerkey.com and be sure to click the red Products on Sale Now button. You can always call toll-free 877-886-3653. Again, that's 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com, home of the Berkey guy. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day. But growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what, you're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? And now, as the late Paul Harvey said, here's the rest of the story from Chris O'Brien. A literal cliffhanger. Yes, well, I know. It's one of these weird, horrible puns that I do occasionally. All right, yeah, Chris, what well, happened next? actually worked. Well, on a rare occasion, we have to yeah. accept that. Well, you can you can kind of guess where the story is going. One of the kids, without any rhyme or reason, no rationale, great student, uh, I think he'd just gotten engaged, he leapt to his death right at that same spot. And this is within hours of the other incident. This was told to me by a ranger, and he still couldn't, uh, you know, <laughs> it freaked him out. Let's put it that way. Uh, there was no reason for the second kid uh, to do what he did. It should just chalk it up to some sort of weird compulsion that somehow may have been tied into the accidental death uh, the day or so before. Wow. What a tragedy. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, pretty bad. Actually, we're coming up on the third anniversary of it next month. But moving right along, I've, I've got a question for you. I read a uh, very interesting uh, article a number of years ago about a survey that had been done uh, to Native American scouts who were working for the armed forces in Vietnam. And they came up with, I think, a new regulation where they were forced to cut their hair. They had allowed them to have their, to wear their hair uh, whatever length they liked. And, and a lot of them had very long hair. And uh, when they got their hair cut, they seem to lose, uh, and this was demonstrated in tests, um, that they lost some of their heightened awareness, their intuition, uh, their ability to sense when the enemy's around, uh, their ability to 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 um, determine um, the uh, you know potential positive or negative situation as accurately as they had before. And as a result of that, I think they're now allowed to have their hair grow longer. And as someone with, with pretty long hair right now, my hair is almost down to my waist. Um, I have noticed that my intuitional abilities uh, seem to work best 
<laughs> the longer my hair is. Is is have you done any sort of work in this uh, area, or does that ring any bells to you? Could that explain women's intuition, for instance? Well, I uh, you've hit a very interesting point, Chris, and I think there really is something to it because, from the standpoint of folklore, going back to ancient times, uh, hair uh, symbolizes strength. And it's your power. It's your personal power. And so, of course, that would be very closely wrapped up in your psychic and intuitive abilities because you would be able to foresee things and you would uh, know when to make a move and what's coming down the, the path, uh, all of these things. Look at the biblical story of Samson and Delilah. How does that, he lose his... Rosemary, just when you said that, I was thinking of that. I'm not psychic. But I was thinking of that, and I made that connection, please. So here we have one of the very oldest examples of loss of power through loss of hair. And uh, if you look at the animal world, too, uh, how many animals sense things through uh, whiskers, through hair, hair right. in the ears, hair on the head, hair on the body. Uh, we even have language for uh, to describe that uh, for people. You know, the hair on my arm stood up. The hair on the back of my neck stood up. So there really is something wrapped up in hair. And uh, Chris, if I were you, I'd keep growing it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask you something, though. What if you keep your hair real short or you don't have as much as you used to have? What happens then? Uh, I think you find other ways to tap into psychic ability and to help bring it to the fore. Uh, and uh, the example that Chris had about the Native Americans, um, we uh, here's also something that's probably wrapped up in culture, too. So there's this underlying current of uh, cultural belief that uh, long hair is important, is significant in some way, and even if it's not uh, directly per, uh, perceived as linked to psychic power, there's still a connection to power through hair. So all of these things operate in the backdrop uh, at uh, in in all cultures at any given time. But someone with short hair can certainly uh, be very psychic. Uh, there are just other ways to develop it. I mean, look at some of the um, prominent mediums that we've uh, seen in the media. Many of them have short hair, and yet they're quite good at what they do and uh, in being psychic. Well, so, Chris, as your hair gets longer and goes down to your waist, you'll become more and more psychic, right? It's already down to my waist. <laughs> well, I haven't seen you in a few months. Yeah, it's well, I usually keep it kind of folded up so people can't tell. <laughs> I fold it up several times and wear it at the base of my, uh, you know, back of my neck in, a, in kind of like a bun so people don't realize how long it is. But uh, it's, I, I need to get a trim. I, I, I hope I don't lose my, uh, my uh, I don't know, increased awareness, if you will. The only other thing that I've ever uh, done that has left no doubt in my mind that uh, I have some natural abilities, as we all do, is under the influence of psychedelics. Uh, I've uh, had incredible experiences of mind reading, being able to uh, communicate with, uh, with uh, living objects, uh, uh, plants, trees, that sort of thing, uh, feeling a, a sense of connection and, and, and actually feeling uh, some sense of communication. Um, what about psychedelics? Uh, have there been any studies done, for instance, um, measuring people's, uh, you know, 
unaltered uh, psychic abilities versus versus uh, some sort of uh, mind altered uh, condition. Well, they've certainly been taken into account in studies of psychic ability. And, you know, Aldous Huxley was right about the doors of perception. And when the doors of perception are opened, um, then we perceive a whole different reality. And for many people, that uh, remains a permanent expansion of consciousness. So psychedelics are one way to do it. And people will often report that they are... Uh, permanently changed uh, in terms of heightened sensitivity, uh, like being able to hear animals and plants speak, for example, communicate or knowing the thoughts of others or uh, having premonitions and accurate precognitions. Uh, Trauma is another way uh, as well. You see, we all have this natural ability, and for some people, they can bring it out uh, through training, through exercises and things like that. And, and, For some other people, it's through um, mind-altering substances, and for others, they have this explosion through trauma. Uh, There have been cases of uh, very prominent psychics with very good ability who uh, didn't demonstrate any market ability until they had uh, usually a head trauma. And uh, there was something about the head trauma that just, you know, broke the gates open. And uh, from then on, they they had these psychic abilities that they then had to learn how to manage. And uh, emotional trauma uh, will do it as well. Um, And so will kundalini awakenings. And uh, I think it was back in the 70s when um, Stanislav and Christina Groff were... Uh, talking about concepts of spiritual emergence, Christina Groff had a kundalini awakening in childbirth, and she coined the term spiritual emergency because um, she was, from then on, immersed in this explosion of sensitivities uh, that she had to get a handle on. And then uh, after a period of time, she modified that to spiritual emergence, but she set up a network for people. I don't know if it's still in existence, but for um, you know, as a, as a help network for people who are having similar experiences, um, you know, even in meditation, you could uh, trigger uh, that kind of uh, awakening. Uh, so it's, it's better to allow this faculty to unfold in a gradual, natural way uh, so that you're not suddenly at sea with um, many things happening that you're having a hard time understanding and grappling with. But um, so many ways that people have described uh, coming into their psychic awareness. Now, I'm going to bring this up, something that I mentioned before you came on, Rosemary. And that is my first wife, Geneva, who has been a guest on the show, took mescaline back in the 70s. And she had taken that on a number of occasions, that and LSD, with normal impact. In this particular case, however... She took something that everyone else who had the same drug perceived as being very mild or almost ineffective and had an incredible revelatory experience. So is someone just ready for this or is it possible she was influenced by something else and it had nothing to do with that drug? The thing is, of course, is that we got about 20 seconds left of this segment, so I'm not going to ask you to give me the answer now. I'm just going to ask listeners that if you want to hear our other radio show after the Paracast, you need to subscribe to the Paracast Plus at plus.thepowercast.com, plus.thepowercast.com. We also give you the ad-free version of this radio show. How about that? 
Rosemary Ellen Guiley is author of Guide to Psychic Power. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Ray Perkins, a reclusive veteran burned out from the Gulf War, lives tortured by relentless, perplexing nightmares. Nightmares of a horrific battle in deep space and of a mysterious woman suffering in agony for her devastated world. A woman not yet born, calling across centuries to him. Then, a coincidence leads him to his destiny, his chance to alter the universe. Attack! Of the Rockoids. The former fiction editor for Star Wars and Indiana Jones, Robert Simpson, writes, The soul of the novel Attack of the Rockoids lies in its heart and passion for building a convincing tale of a love that spans a galaxy. A thrilling story. Attack of the Rockoids is available now. Read a sample chapter and get a special discount off of the cover price at our website, rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Attack of the Rockwell, a novel in the grand science fiction tradition. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services you can join for free by going to paranormaldate.com and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people use the code george for a substantial discount mark rawlings president of paranormaldate.com says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal the unexplainable or the afterlife and so much more and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest so sign up for free at paranormaldate.com paranormaldate.com and use the code george if you decide to connect with someone you welcome back to the paracast the gold standard of paranormal radio and now here's gene steinberg Rosemary Ellen Guiley is here, and I asked a question about the unusual experiences encountered by my first wife, Geneva, after taking what others thought to be a very mild dose of mescaline. What's your perception? Uh, It could very well be, Jean, that uh, she was ready for some kind of um, dramatic or extreme breakthrough. Uh, And, of course, individuals do have different reactions to hallucinogenic uh, substances. Now, I've never taken mescaline. I've never taken anything. I've never taken acid, psilocybin, um, uh, ayahuasca, any of those. Uh, So I can't comment from personal experience, only from what I've read uh, in the documented literature and from what I have learned from people I've interviewed. And, uh, you know, just by way of comparing those cases to, let's say, head trauma. Well, many people have severe head trauma, and they don't suddenly become psychic. So what is it that breaks that shell uh, for one person and not for another? Uh, It could very well be that there's a great deal of uh, latent ability that 
is ready to come open. And uh, I, I do believe that uh, as traumatic as some of these things can be, uh, we're never really presented or given any uh, anything more than we can really handle. It just might be more difficult for some than others to, you know, get on top of it. Now, long and short of it is, are there ways that somebody who perceives themselves as not having that much intuition, are there ways they can develop that ability? There certainly are. And in paranormal investigation, you know, I do a lot of paranormal investigation. And um, I am constantly meeting people who say, oh, I'm not psychic. I'm psychic as a stone. And uh, they're relying totally on gadgets. And uh, I do believe that uh, equipment is very important. Uh, We do need hard evidence. We need photographic evidence and as well as other kinds of hard evidence. But the paranormal and uh, the things that paranormal investigators are looking for, they require some sort of sensitivity to perceive. That's it's subjective experience. That's really where most of the action is. And I always tell these people that uh, there are, uh, uh, you are psychic. You just haven't realized it. And there are many ways uh, that you can learn how to develop it. In the workshops that I've taught over the years, people are always amazed at how psychic they really are. They just haven't given themselves credit for things they're they're already doing that they didn't perceive as being psychic. And here again, I think it's probably because of a lot of the conditioning from the media. And we've been conditioned to think of psychics as uh, you know, some sort of supernormal individuals who n- know all and see all and, and are always talking to spirits and the dead, when in fact the psychic faculty in most people is oriented toward enhancing uh, that person's life. Well, do you have examples here where people presume they're not psychic, but really they are to some degree? What specific examples would you mention? Well, for example, Everybody uh, can describe certain reactions to uh, situations that are are psychic clues. You know, and here again, it comes in the body uh, sensations, Uh, that feeling in the pit of the stomach, feeling expansive or feeling heavy. All of those sensations through the senses that I described, many people don't realize that that is the psychic faculty talking to them. We've all had experiences, uh, for example, with telephone telepathy. This is uh, quite common. It's been very well documented in paranormal literature that uh, the telephone will ring and you know who's on the other end. Now, we're not talking about calls where you're expecting a call from someone or it's logical that someone would call you at a certain time. But these would be uh, cases of somebody literally calling out of the blue and yet you know who's on the other end before you pick up the phone. That's your psychic faculty operating. When um, people get dreams uh, where they, they feel that something is right to do uh, or not right to do, uh, the psychic faculty will speak through dreams. I've often done just very simple remote viewing exercises where I have an image in an envelope uh, or an object in a box and I ask people to describe the unseen contents. And uh, that's the psychic faculty, being able to see the unseen. And people are amazed at what they get right. So once you give people some validation about what they're already doing, uh, then it's very encouraging to them to keep on going. Chris? 
it sounds like the culture is, at least in the West, is fairly effective at uh, at dampening down these uh, these innate, you know, sort of latent abilities. And uh, in out of sight, out of mind, uh, the less you use any muscle or any any sort of uh, ability, obviously, uh, you know, your your ability is impacted uh, negatively. And uh, people just kind of, you know, they'd rather watch TV and, and experience severe head trauma every day with uh, the media. And and they're not really aware. Like you said, they think that uh, Sylvia Brown is is, you know the cat's pajamas. I think she probably did more to give psychics a bad name than probably anybody. Um, but there are like Amy Allen on the dead files. I've worked with her and that, that woman, I mean, I absolutely, I'm convinced that she has real abilities. I mean, I, I saw it time after time after time. And, and, uh, and that gave me, <laughs> that gave me hope because sometimes I think I, I'm like a rock sometimes, and I would really like to have more of uh, my intuitional awareness uh, developed. And looking at at uh, at your book, I mean, half the book literally are ways that that anyone can develop uh, aspects of their um, psychic abilities and their awareness. And uh, that's why I really think that this could be for anyone who's interested in this subject and wants to explore this for their own lives, that this is a really good way to, to just go through uh, methodically through, through the exercises and, and through uh, the chapters uh, and, and do exactly that, develop these abilities that we all have. I've got over 90 ways to discover and exercise your, your psychic power uh, using all of the senses, and I put them together. Uh, this is really the product of of years of uh, experience and uh, training myself. I put them together from my meditation practices. Uh, some of them come out of a Zen influence, for example. Uh, the energy healing training that I did yielded quite a bit. Uh, in terms of ways to uh, open up the psychic faculty, because uh, you have to use that in energy healing. And uh, uh, just plain basic psychic training, like how to see the aura, how to read energy off objects. Um, I've got uh, remote viewing exercises, precognition exercises, um, dowsing um, adaptations of uh, parapsychology uh, tests uh, and experiments, uh, just many different ways. And um, uh, through them all, uh, any individual should be able to uh, realize their uh, ability and then um, um, figure out which of the senses are dominant and how that ability speaks to the individual. And uh, then there are further uh, exercises in the book that can uh, the individual can uh, continue to take to another level. But um, as, as I was saying earlier, I think this is one of the most important things we can do. And uh, Chris, you you'd mentioned that you know Western culture really discourages this sort of thing. Um, parapsychology and the paranormal; these are still uh, very poor stepchildren in the eyes of science. Science doesn't know what to do with these things, uh, and so we have this emphasis in our culture on logic and science. And if logic and science can't explain something, um, then uh, it gets uh, pushed into the closet or it's considered to be some sort of a weird anomaly uh, that doesn't really fit into the scheme of things. But in the Eastern view, 
These sorts of things are part of the natural order. And as an individual develops consciousness and awareness, um, more and more of these things manifest in, uh, in more dramatic ways. Let so, me do the break here, Rosemary, and then we'll continue with that. We've got Rosemary Ellen Guiling joining Jean and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson, Ricky LeBlanc, admitted in Mass only. Sokolov Law, LLC, Chestnut Hill, Mass. Ken Levin, responsible attorney in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Greg Hobby, New Jersey. The choice of lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. While this firm maintains joint responsibility, most cases of this type are referred to other attorneys for principal responsibility. If you know what mesothelioma is, you or someone you love has likely been impacted by this devastating cancer. You may be entitled to compensation. Call Sokolov Law today. 1-800-218-HELP. The only known cause of mesothelioma is asbestos exposure. Thousands of hardworking men and women, including many U.S. veterans and industrial workers, have been diagnosed with mesothelioma because manufacturers knew the dangers but put profits ahead of people. An estimated $30 billion in court-ordered trust has been set aside to pay money to asbestos victims. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed with mesothelioma, call now. You may be entitled to receive compensation without ever going to court or filing a lawsuit. Call for a free legal consultation at 1-800-218-HELP. That's 1-800-218-HELP. Are your Google search results killing you? Unflattering content in blogs, news articles, online reviews, social media, or other sources can jeopardize your reputation, your business, and your livelihood. Let Reputation.com help. Our patented technology will make the truth about you more visible while pushing down unwanted negative content. Improve your Google search results. Call Reputation.com at 1-800-831-0771 for a free consultation. That's 800-831-0771. Do you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Then get on board with the tax admiral and let us steer your way to financial freedom. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. They can freeze your bank accounts, seize your car, home, will garnish your paychecks and benefits. Don't take on the IRS alone. I can fight for you using industry secrets that can help stop the IRS. I'll cut your penalties, slash your interest, and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company with over 30 years experience helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. And we have a 90 customer satisfaction rating. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS, are facing an audit, a lien, or levy, then call me right away. (laughs) 
call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. Paid non-attorney spokesperson, Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with Principal Office in Houston, Texas, is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Rosemary Ellen Guiley is author of a book called The Guide to Psychic Power. And I'm looking at the section right now. Increasing your prosperity, beginning on page 197. But you were telling us more about how things work. Could you continue? In the last segment, I was uh, just comparing the the Western and Eastern approaches to uh, to this faculty, and uh, we still have this uh, attitude in the West that this is a, a some sort of anomaly that doesn't fit into the scientific paradigm, which supposedly explains everything in reality. And in the Eastern view, um, these sorts of abilities are considered part of the natural order. And the more we expand our consciousness and develop our sensitivity and awareness, and, the, and especially the more we attune to uh, spiritual energy uh, and advance our spiritual consciousness, these things Uh, manifest more and more. And uh, in the path of yoga, uh, at some point they were even considered to be distractions on the path to enlightenment, that you shouldn't get caught up in things like uh, having supernormal powers. These are a natural kind of outflow of the expansion of consciousness, but don't get your ego caught up in them. I do believe that we are given these innate abilities as, uh, first of all, as part of our survival mechanism, that also uh, they are for the enhancement of daily life. Uh, it's a faculty that uh, should enable us to to be more prosperous, to be better balanced, to be able to ward off uh, problems and obstacles, uh, and also to overcome the ones that we're in more easily. It's uh, definitely something that we were intended to use because we have it from birth. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering here how you respond to naysayers and skeptics and scoffers who say, well, if you're so damn psychic, how come you haven't won the lottery? Or, <laughs> you know, why, why don't you go to the racetrack and, uh, and walk away with a whole bunch of money? What is it about these abilities that almost invariably people that have them admit that they can't use it for uh, for their own self-betterment in terms of, of monetary materialistic things like winning lotteries, uh, picking the right numbers, you know, going to the casino, that that sort of thing. What What is it about that that it seems to dissuade ourselves from bettering ourselves in that manner? It is very peculiar, Chris. And yes, that's one of the first things that a hardcore skeptic would say as well, you know, if you're so psychic, how come you haven't won the lottery? And yet there have been many, many attempts. Uh, If we look at these uh, super successful artists, innovators, uh, corporate people, 
they are manifesting incredible prosperity uh, with the help of their psychic ability. It's just not coming uh, in this racetrack gambling lottery sort of thing. So many studies done on what can be the psychic factors enhancing um, gambling wins. And uh, uh, things like even the phase of the moon has been taken into consideration. There, there have been some studies that uh, seem to indicate that when uh, the moon is full, um, psychic powers seem to be amplified in some individuals. Um, there have been other studies done uh, about other uh, astronomical configurations. And yet there's something that seems to be very elusive when it comes to gambling numbers. Now, I participated for several years in an experiment that the Society for Psychical Research did some years ago on pooling uh, psychic resources to try and win uh, British lotteries. We would all meditate at certain times to try and get the, the winning numbers. And there were winning streaks where it seemed like the group would be on a roll for a while. All the winnings were put into a kitty uh, and uh, people either had the option of taking some of the winnings or allowing the kitty just to accumulate to buy more lottery tickets. No big ones. But there would be these waves, you know, interesting waves. And the study was eventually ended because uh, nothing conclusive uh, came of it. There have been other studies. Uh, there, there was a, a famous one involving Association for uh, Research Enlightenment People, the Edgar Casey organization. Individuals uh, from that organization who were investing in Silver's futures, and they used uh, prominent psychics to try and help them make their investments and a double-blind the psychics were working with symbols that they didn't know whether a symbol was buy or sell, but they would get symbols. And then the symbols would be interpreted by the group in terms of, of uh, how they should do their investments. And they did quite well for a while and then um, started losing. So we, we've got peculiar factors here with gambling. Um, I had, um, uh, you know, a dream once where I, I uh, dreamt three numbers. And I'd never played the lottery in my life, uh, but I thought, well, I couldn't figure out what the meaning of these three numbers was. So I went down and bought a three-number lottery ticket, went down to the store, and didn't win anything. But it got my curiosity up about lotteries, and I thought, well, maybe I should play another lottery. So this was back before Mega Millions and Powerballs. Uh, I was playing the New York State lottery, and I bought just a quick pick regular lottery ticket. Um, and I got five of the six numbers. Wow. Uh, however, because my husband at the time told me the ticket was worthless because I hadn't gotten all six <laughs> numbers, I threw it away. Oh, oh no. I did. I oh. did. And you divorced him the next day. Well, not quite the next day, but <laughs> two days <laughs> later. <laughs> now, the question is why did I have? That dream, the dream prompted me to play the lottery, but I wasn't seeking to play the lottery. I wasn't uh, in dire financial straits. It, it just seemed to be something that came out of the blue. Uh, and have I ever had a dream like that again? No. So uh, a lot of unanswered questions when it comes to gambling. There seems to be the deliberate attempt to get huge amounts of money um, that uh, 
psychic faculty just really falls down on. Now, I do have a case in my book, uh, an executive that I interviewed uh, a few years ago who was a financial chief financial officer for uh, a big corporation and uh, also a very sensitive individual and uh, he'd had other psychic experiences and he would get dreams uh, where he knew when to buy and sell things and some of this had to do with his personal finances and some of it had to do with corporate and um some of it, uh, the messages would be couched sometimes in dream symbols that he would have to interpret. Sometimes they'd be very clear. And uh, he said uh, that, he said, well, I really had to be very careful about how I justified these things because he, was, he, found, he discovered that he was always right. I know people who say they're always right. The problem <laughs> is here, of course, is sometimes, quite often, as a matter of fact, when you're told by someone, you know, I'm always right, you kind of have to look at the reverse of that picture to see what's really going on. But yep. we'll get into more of that in our next segment. We have Rosemary Ellen Guiley, and her book is called Guide to Psychic Power. And I recommend, after reading the book, go right to page 197 so you can learn how to be prosperous or at least make an effort, right? With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. <laughs> listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. My name's Clyde, age 59, and I reside in Florence, South Carolina. The doctors diagnosed me as having clogged arteries. It felt like I was carrying heavy concrete blocks around my feet and legs. I started taking heart and body extract as directed. It is less than three weeks and I'm like a young man again. It's unbelievable that an herbal formula can work so fast and so powerfully. Learn the secrets of an effective, natural, 100% organic nutritional supplement for a healthy heart and circulation at hbextract.com. Healthy, organic, fresh fish, robust, mouth-watering vegetables, all from your home. It's called aquaponics. This brilliant, self-sustaining protein and veggie system is perfect for year-round growing. Know exactly where your food is coming from. Aquaponicsource.com is the one-stop shop for all your needs. Fish, fish food, plumbing, full systems, classes, and more. Learn to build your own system. Go to aquaponicsource.com for a free guide to aquaponics. That's aquaponicsource.com. Most of us already know that taking a fish oil supplement to boost omega-3s is a good idea. But did you know that about 60% of Americans are actually deficient in omega-3s? Did you know that most fish oil products contain only about 25% omega-3s and the remaining 75% is undesirable fish fat? Heck, did you know that more than 90% of fish oil supplements sold in the USA are not even made here? If you want to boost your omega-3s using the finest American-made fish oil, check out Nutrigold Fish Oil Supplements on www.fishoil.best. Nutrigold fish oils are independently five-star certified and guaranteed to be exceptionally pure. That means no more fish burps. Best of all, just one Nutrigold fish oil capsule contains more omega-3s than four standard fish oil capsules. Go to www.fishoil.best or call 888-920-1497 and use promo code BESTFISHOIL to get a free one-month supply. That's www.fishoil.best or call 888-920-1497. Hi, I'm Dr. Sam Nussbaum with the Anthem Foundation. Premature birth is the leading cause of death of babies and disabilities for children. That's why we support the March of Dimes to help mothers have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. 
Join us in supporting cutting-edge research, treatment and outreach to help moms during their pregnancy, and give every baby a healthy start in life. Learn how you can help at marchofdimes.org. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Get on board with the tax admiral. Don't pick on the IRS alone. I'll cut penalties and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. If you owe $10,000 or more, then call the tax admiral. Call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. Hello, this is John Burroughs, one of the witnesses to the Rendlesham UFO incident. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Rosemary Ellen Guiley, we caught you in the middle of a little story over there. Would you continue? Sure, Gene. This uh, man who was uh, chief financial officer and uh, started having these dreams about Uh, how to move money around for uh, the best advantage, and his dreams were accurate. And he said that he had to be very careful because sometimes the forces in the physical world uh, weren't in the proper place to justify what he perceived in the future. And he said, you can't just walk into a board meeting and say, well, I I had a psychic dream, and, (laughs) you know, we've got to sell you know, X millions of dollars worth of bonds or whatever, uh, you know, he would have to find the justification for, um, you know, making some of these uh, decisions and changes and, you know, of course, getting board approval and whatnot. And he said that these dreams only lasted for a period of time. Uh, And uh, he, I, I asked him if he could account for why they started and why they ended. And he said, well, this was a period of time, uh, you know, they, he and his wife had uh, small children. And he said, I was, you know, I was, a lot of my energy was bound up in, you know, providing, you know, for the future of my daughters. And um, I was concerned, you know, about uh, my children's well-being and whatnot. And so he ascribed some of the, that emotional intensity to perhaps that was one reason why uh, the faculty manifested in this way. Uh, it is very peculiar when it comes to money. Yeah, I think a, a good case in point would be uh, the self-proclaimed world's foremost ufologist, uh, Sean David Morton, uh, was uh, 
impressed people to the extent of them invest, investing uh, a number of millions of dollars, I think, in total, which, of course, was all lost uh, or poured into uh, private uh, real estate concerns by the Mortons. Um, so you have to kind of be aware of uh, there are people out there that are willing to uh, to try to trick you into thinking that they have these control over these abilities. And when it comes to money or investing or, or things like this, you have to be doubly careful not to fall into the trap of, of trusting, uh, you know, <laughs> how would I put it? A fast talking, um, psychic, uh, stock pro- pro- prognosticator. <laughs> Sounds like he could have taken some lessons from your guy there. Well, people who are successful investors, like uh, I think a lot of the superstars on Wall Street and even individuals who do well with their portfolios, they are making use of their gut instincts, their intuition, their psychic ability in sensing how, uh, you know, the markets are going to move. Um, But this is not a, a perfect science by any means. And I think the average person in terms of looking for prosperity, the best thing to do is to use your psychic ability toward things that are going to produce that prosperity. And um, I don't have the where you know the knowledge of the markets to try and be you know a heavy player in that regard. But I would rather use my intuitive ability toward uh, the things that I am doing in my career, for example, uh, what's going to work well and and what isn't. That in turn is going to uh, bring a pro- increased prosperity in. And I think f- uh, for many people, that's uh, a really good approach to take. Yeah, I, I would agree, uh, Rosemary. It's you know all this all this uh, application of of your psychic uh, innate psychic abilities. Uh, you know, it's it's a double edged sword. Um, oftentimes, we think that we're having some sort of intu- intuitive moment, or we think that we're being guided in in a specific direction, whether to, to play three quarters instead of one at a slot machine. And we have to we, we have to be observant and we have to be aware of the times that we are correct and that we have anticipated something uh, it, it correctly and sort of you know re, uh, sort of back engineer um, how that could possibly be and, 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 and establish some patterns. I mean there is a certain a bit of work that has to be done. And as your book points out, there, there are a number of ways that, that we can all, start to develop uh, these um, in, in a variety of our senses. So we can develop these things. I know one thing that you've been doing quite a bit lately is uh, black uh, mirror scrying. Screen? How, how do you say that word? Scrying. Scrying. Um, give, us some, give us an idea of some of the techniques that you have found for yourself that have been most productive and uh, most reliable. Uh, yes, one of the first things that I discovered for myself was psychometry, and that if I held an object, uh, and I've used this in readings a lot, I if I do a reading in person, I uh, usually like to hold something that a person has owned, especially something metal, even car keys work if they're not wearing jewelry, uh, and that you get impressions from it, um, impressions, uh, they flood in in a variety of ways. For me, it's a lot of pictures. Uh, I get things in symbols, and then I, I have to do an intuitive interpretation of the symbols, and it's a process that happens very quickly. Uh, I can uh, get symbols without psychometry, but there's something about making that physical connection that just kind of adds a little electricity to it. 
Uh, also, when I do readings, uh, whether it's long distance or in person, when someone asks for a reading, which is permission to look uh, at what's going on in, in someone's life, uh, I will often see symbols floating over their heads. And I see it clairvoyantly. I don't see it physically. And here again, uh, the symbol requires some interpretation. But it's a process that unfolds very quickly. In the early days, I would have to ask myself, well, now what does this mean? Uh, and then I would get the answer. And, and now it comes much more quickly. So the black mirror that you mentioned, uh, this is something that I've actually been experimenting with since the 80s, but in the past five or six years, it has really picked up for me because I started teaching Black Mirror workshops, and uh, they've been very successful. Uh, it's, it's, it's an old tool. This is old tech, old tech, low tech, I call it, because it doesn't involve moving parts and batteries. Uh, but it's a very old uh, technique for opening up the psychic faculty, a shiny black surface. And uh, this goes back to... Uh, you know, seven, eight thousand BC, uh, people using uh, black stones, um, even uh, soot and oil uh, rubbed together on a, on a hand, something shiny but black that, uh, when stared at in a dissociated sort of way, uh, opens up the psychic faculty for many people in much uh, more dramatic ways than a silvered surface will. Uh, for example, like a silvered mirror or even a crystal ball, and they're all closely related. Uh, gazing, uh, the whole process of gazing, especially at a shiny surface, uh, seems to open up the psychic doorway. And uh, so I've been teaching Black Mirror workshops now for some time, and uh, my husband Joe and I um, make mirrors that we provide for the workshops and, and even sell. Uh, and I've had so many success stories uh, reported back to me with this that um, here again, people are surprised at what they get. They haven't given themselves credit for being able to, uh, to have this kind of sensitivity until they try it and tools, some sort of psychic tool. Uh, it's a good way to, to help get the energy flowing. Um, in the book, I also have, for example, exercises with uh, pendulums. Uh, that's another good way to, to get wow. the psychic faculty going. Yeah. So psychometry, I like that. I also, because I'm symbol-oriented and visually uh, oriented uh, psychically, I love cards, uh, especially tarot cards or other kind of um, psychic decks that uh, elicit uh, a chain of information from the yeah. image. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm actually, uh, that, that would be my favorite <laughs> uh, manner of divination, that and the I Ching. But uh, when we come back, I'd like to hear a little bit more about some of the history. Uh, you mentioned seven, 8,000 BC. That's a long time ago. Uh, I'd be very interested to, uh, to find out how, you know, well, we know this was an important thing back in ancient times, but uh, I know you've done a lot of research in this. I'd be interested to find out more. We have Rosemary Ellen Guiley joining us this week. She's author of a book called Guide to Psychic Power, and she's telling you the ways. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. 
Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many formats I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. Okay, open your mouth and say, ah. Ah. When your child has a sore throat, you need to know when to get help. The doctor-recommended Say Ah Sore Throat Exam is your solution. The scientifically designed oral retractor offers a clear view of the throat, relaxing the tongue and minimizing gag reflex. Compare with a medical grade chart, website, and app. Then you'll know just what to tell your doctor. A wellness plan in your hands in minutes. Go to sayahhnow.com. Sayahhnow.com, the new mainstay for every family's first aid kit. Virtually anyone can hack your cell phone and track your calls, your texts, your emails, your every movement, but only if they can detect a signal. Stay one step ahead of hackers and Big Brother with a Blocket Pocket, a custom-made pocket infused with pure silver that creates a complete Faraday enclosure for your cell phone. For free shipping to the lower 48, visit BlockItPocket.com or call 888-315-9618, BlockItPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. The human body is more than 60% water. Your brain and muscles are 75% water. And your blood is 92% water. Water is vital to your body, and alkalizing your water is the key to keep it running at its best. AlkaVision Plasma pH drops keep your entire body healthy, boosts energy, promotes weight loss, and even fights cancer. Call 800-518-7615 or go to AlkaVision.com to find out more. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. With the many stock market ups and downs over these last few weeks, many people are asking themselves, are they doing the right thing? Do they have the right financial plan in place? Here's the real question. You should be asking yourself, do you have the right financial professional in place? Well, my friend Rocky DeFrancisco, attorney and founder of the Wealth Preservation Institute, has authored a new book called Bad Advisors, How to Identify Them and How to Avoid Them. In this book, you'll identify financial planners who are forbidden by their broker-dealers from giving you the best advice. You'll understand why most CPAs, EAs, and accountants don't even provide proactive advice to help you save for your taxes. And of course, you're going to identify insurance agents who are forbidden from selling you the best products available in the marketplace. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. It's only your retirement dollars. And for a limited time, we're going to give you the free ebook version of this book, Bad Advisors, How to Identify Them, How to Avoid Them. Call right now, 888-772-2929. That's 888-772-2929. Take control of your financial lives today.
Okay, open your mouth and say, ah. Ah. When your child has a sore throat, you need to know when to get help. The doctor-recommended Say Ah Sore Throat Exam is your solution. The scientifically designed oral retractor offers a clear view of the throat, relaxing the tongue and minimizing gag reflex. Compare with a medical grade chart, website, and app. Then you'll know just what to tell your doctor. A wellness plan in your hands in minutes. Go to SayAhNow.com. SayAhNow.com, the new mainstay for every family's first aid kit. Hi, it's Grant Cameron from PresidentialUFO.com. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Very strange here. Chris has had this problem before. In the last few weeks, when he connects to the show with Skype, every so often the connection just gives up the ghost. I'm not saying that a ghost is interfering, but maybe Skype does not like him. Two different computers. Well, it's obviously your ISP connection or your router that's impacted because we have a solid Skype connection here. And Rosemary has a solid connection. She's been online for the entire show with no problem. Now, Chris asked something of you in our last segment. Rosemary, you want to pick up on it? Well, black mirrors have uh, an interesting legacy in history. And uh, going back to about 7,000 to 8,000 B.C., uh, people used black stones uh, and we have um, artifacts of black stones like uh, slabs of uh, obsidian that would would have been used as mirrors and you know for cosmetic purposes and these were usually the um, possessions of uh, the upper class and royalty but uh, they were also used as divination devices as well and people also uh, used bowls of still water uh, the bowls would be uh, darkened on the inside or made out of a darkened material. Sometimes a shiny coin would be uh, put in uh, the bottom as well. And uh, people would stare at that at a still surface. Uh, going back to the ancient um, Middle East, uh, one common technique of uh, scrying um, would be to take a little bit of soot and uh, add some oil to it and rub it into the palm of the hand or on a thumbnail. Uh, Imagine looking into the future in your own thumb. But it's a very good example of of how size of scrying surface doesn't really seem to matter. People have used big surfaces and small surfaces, but it's the use of a tool to uh, put conscious uh, awareness aside and go into a lightly altered state that enables psychic information to uh, come forward. Now, moving on into uh, history, with the advent of the silvered mirror, there uh, people have uh, used that and also crystal ball gazing uh, or crystal surfaces. But um, some interesting people from uh, history, like John Dee and Nostradamus, they preferred uh, a dark surface as well. Nostradamus used a bowl, uh, a darkened bowl with either water in it or, in some reports, uh, ink. And uh, John Dee, one of his most uh, important tools for uh, contacting the angel realm and all of the work he did with Edward Kelly, uh, was an obsidian mirror. He also used a crystal egg. But he had an obsidian mirror, which is uh, now on display in the British Museum. And uh, so the black mirror has been a favored tool of uh, occultists throughout the ages as a way of 
looking into the astral realm. Yeah. Well, I'm sure most people who will be listening to the show uh, would agree that probably the most, um, I guess, popular of the ancient, uh, you know, uh, diviners, if you will, were the uh, oracles uh, in the Greek system. Of course, the oracle at Delphi was the most famous, but there were oracles, I think, all around the uh, the Greek world. How did that whole um, that, that whole system of divination um, arise, and and what were the underpinnings of of the of the the oracles? Uh, well, some of it's related to the process of catabasis, which is going within, and uh, the Greeks seem to prefer going into dark spaces uh, in order to access the gods, and this could be accomplished in uh, various ways by gazing into uh, something shiny and dark literally withdrawing into a cave uh, or an underground uh, structure or dwelling uh, to go into this altered state. It would be facilitated by darkness. Uh, and um, they also used other things as well, like examining uh, the signs of clouds and markings on the, on, uh, the organs and entrails of animals. Um, many different divination methods used, but uh, when it came time to contact the dead or contact the gods for important matters, um, there would be something about dark spaces or surfaces that uh, would be involved in that. And uh, even in the process of um, uh, healing, uh, we have the idea of withdrawal uh, in dream incubation, going into uh, a special temple uh, to go into you know inner darkness to contact uh, the gods for healing. So those would be the roots of techniques that uh, then throughout the ages um, would be incorporated into tools. And uh, the modern tool today is the black mirror. These are uh, subjects that then became later on in history uh, very unpopular to uh, certain Christian crowd um, that were responsible for bringing us the Inquisition. And uh, some of the Crusades also uh, attempted to stamp out uh, Middle Eastern uh, versions of divination. Uh, all this stuff was forced underground, and uh, there's still a stigma attached to it today. I'm sure we'll get on the, the Paracast forum people saying, how can you discuss seriously uh, all these, uh, you know, Yahoo subjects about divination and about, you know, predicting this or developing your psychic that. There, there's such a stigma attached to it, I think, uh, in the mainstream that, um, that especially in the scientific uh, and academic communities and, and listeners to shows like ours here. Um, they're saying, well, we're giving Rosemary a pass because we like her and we're not going to dog her about this, that, or the other thing. And, you know, I'm going to tell my listeners right now that uh, – you know, I I was a professional card reader for a number of years. Um, I was taught uh, pendulum divination. I was taught how to throw the coins and I Ching when I was a little boy. So I, I've grown up with this kind of thing, and it's pretty simple for me to see through people who are charlatans, who, who claim to have certain abilities, and, and others that don't. And uh, I, I think it's, it's, a, it's an underdeveloped skill. Again, I sound like a broken record, but it's an underdeveloped skill that we all can can work with. And that's why, Rosemary, I think your book, for someone that's interested in this, this book could be invaluable because 
there's a lot of stuff in here that I didn't know, and I'm I'm pretty up to speed on a lot of this stuff. Uh, are there? You know, how about some other things that maybe um, are lesser known uh, techniques or lesser known uh, methods that one can employ and uh, or abilities uh, that one can work on and and you know look to expand their their horizons a bit. Uh, well, reading photographs uh, is a good way to develop uh, psychic ability as well. And um, you can work with a partner on this or even work in a group. You take a photograph um, of someone you don't know uh, and uh, get impressions from it, uh, what's going on in that person's life, things they like, whatever impressions come. And sometimes the impressions are just going to be about uh, that person's emotional connections. Uh, photographs can reveal a lot of information about a person. Uh, some of it may be small things, doesn't necessarily need to be big things. Uh, I learned uh, a lot of photograph reading when I was studying energy healing, and the purpose for that was to uh, get a sense of what was going on health-wise with the person. But you can get lots of other impressions as well. There was a, uh, a famous parapsychology test that I adapted uh, for uh, the book, and uh, that's to look into the, the future news. And uh, back in the uh, early part of the 20th century, it was called the newspaper test. And um, uh, mediums would be asked to look at a future newspaper, to read the headlines, the stories, and uh, even down to what page uh, something would be on, uh, an article or a photograph, what the content of it would be, exactly what the headline would be. And you can do that today, you know, uh, frankly, uh, not very many people read newspapers anymore, but we get our news still in some sort of format. And uh, we have many online news sheets and newspapers. Uh, and uh, you can ask yourself to look at tomorrow's news, for example. Uh, and uh, that's a very good way of developing uh, especially detailed accuracy. Uh, there's uh, a variation of that called the book test, uh, where uh, you envision uh, a book you have not read. Uh, you take yourself to a certain page, to a certain line, and try and see a word or a sentence or entire line uh, on that page. And uh, people, as I mentioned earlier, people are often quite surprised uh, at what they can do. You know, I have a story, a very funny story about predicting how a movie would end, almost with the exact dialogue. Now, once upon a time, I took some lessons in screenwriting with my son, Grayson. And we did write a rather bad screenplay. But let me tell you the story when we get back with Rosemary Ellen Guiley, with Gene and Chris. You're in The Paracast. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. 
the site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. My name is Bill Bonner, and I'm the president of the largest private news and research network in the world. And I paid for this airtime because I have an important message to the American people. There's a change coming that the government isn't telling you about. This change has deep implications for life in America, from where you shop to the doctors you visit and the family you want to protect. Look, I've made predictions like this before. Thing is, I was right then, too. A few years ago, I warned that housing prices would collapse. They did. Before that, I warned that dot-com companies would crash. They did. Those who listened had a chance to save themselves. But this has nothing to do with the stock market. This will affect us all. You can watch the video for free right now by going to disappearingdollar.com. Again, that's disappearingdollar.com. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Okay, I won't say this is psychic ability. Like I said, I had very small amount of knowledge about screenwriting and preparing treatments. And I once worked with an agent to try to get a property place. But let's get to the specifics here. So I'm watching a movie, and the movie is Man of Steel, 2013 Superman reboot with Henry Cavill as Superman and Amy Adams as Lois Lane. And I was watching this movie at the movie theater right near here, where I live now. And there's a scene at the end of the movie where you see for the first time Clark Kent with his glasses on at the Daily Planet. Now, the essence of that scene and the final words I knew before I saw it. Don't ask me how, but that's just one example. Occasionally I'll watch, and my wife can attest to this, I'll be watching a TV show and a character is going to say something and I will say it first. Usually it's just a line and maybe because the situations are just cliched. I can't sell the skill, but that's what happens. (laughs) So maybe there's hope for you, Gene. Is that what you're suggesting? Well, I'll tell you the second story, okay? Here's the second story. And we're talking about the value of psychic readings. So back in the mid-70s, I'm running a small business in Exton, Pennsylvania, and it wasn't doing so well. My first marriage had broken up. As they say, things were going badly. So I visited a friend with Wiccan experience, and this was after I saw some possible opportunities to get my life together in New York. So the dilemma was, should I go? What should I do? So she took out her tarot cards and she did a reading and I was sitting on her living room sofa and she came out with a reading of the future and her conclusion was, if I went to New York, I'd be plying my trade. And what did that mean? Well, I was engaged in a small business in Exton involving pre-press and typography. And that's what I did in New York and that's how for many years I made some money while I was 
pursuing UFO and paranormal investigation. Everybody has to have several jobs. So the point being here is, as soon as she finished giving me this reading, and that was the essence of it, I felt incredibly exhausted, completely drained of energy, and I fell asleep for several hours on her sofa. And when I woke up, she said to me, well, yeah, I had to get some energy from you to give you this reading. Rosemary, is this something that's unusual, normal, what? Well, that's an unusual technique, but, uh, you know, whatever works. Uh, And (laughs) every psychic develops techniques, favored techniques that they have uh, as a way of prompting a a flow of information. So it sounds like she adapted uh, to uh, you falling asleep and was still able to to read something. Well, she gave me the reading before I fell asleep, understand. Mm -hmm. After the reading, right after the reading, I felt incredibly exhausted and fell asleep after she finished, as if she was taking that energy from me. Oh, well, uh, there are ways to draw energy off people, and um, maybe that is something that she did. And uh, whether or not she did that with all of her clients, uh, that's an unusual way to give a reading. Um, Usually, it's the reader who gets kind of exhausted, and the client gets energized. Yeah, (laughs) that's the normal way it goes, generally. (laughs) Well, you see, I always lived in a reverse bizarro world. That's it. Yeah, me too. I almost had a psychic wife, but she left before we even met. (laughs) So, Chris, I understand that you had been prepared to show us some of your comedy routine on the PowerCast, maybe after the PowerCast. I'll tell you what. How about you do your routine and after the PowerCast, and if we start losing members in droves, I'll know who's No, I, I, I think I'd, I'd much rather continue our, our fascinating conversation with Ro. <laughs> we'll leave my comedy routine for when I've uh, you know kind of polished it up a little bit. Okay, so that will be another lifetime, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So I- hey, everybody out there, all our listeners – with you know all of you together right now who believe in psychokinesis, I want you to raise my hand. Ready? One, two, three. Oh my God, it worked! Whoa! And we haven't even broadcast yet. This sounds like a Dean Radin experiment. <laughs> my God, past, future—it doesn't matter. It's all the eternal now. Hey, Ro and I had a pretty interesting experience out in Colorado where we both experienced something that was not visible. But boy, I think we both <laughs> got the same psychic impression uh, simultaneously, in- instantaneously, I might add. <laughs> well, we certainly did. That was, uh, I forget the exact location out there by Crestone. It was someplace you wanted to uh, show me that had been a very powerful spot. Yeah. And both of us had uh, clairvoyant perception of uh, an unwelcoming committee coming toward us. <laughs> Very quickly, like right across 100 feet, right into our faces. And normally I would spend some time, kind of meditate a little bit, kind of ease into this particular location. But I went in there like a bull in a china shop. And I'll never forget, we went back to the house about 10 minutes later and and we're sitting there discussing this. And, and you made the comment, God, I hope it didn't follow, follow us back in the <laughs> The plant start leapt off the window out into the floor. <laughs> wow, that was weird. I really got flower pot just, goosebumps. The flower pot just levitated off the windowsill and crashed to the floor. You know, yep. as soon as I said that, that was rather unnerving. Yeah, especially to the owners of the house who insisted that I 
do this very elaborate <laughs> cleansing of the house as we were leaving. <laughs> oh, God, I'll never forget that. That was really something. But when I asked you to describe what, what you felt had, had happened out there in the middle of that little space there, you described exactly what I felt uh, to the T. I mean, where they were, what one did, what, what the other did. Uh, which really was uh, rather disconcerting. So, I mean, if if someone like me can, you know, experience this type of insight into a situation and, and actually pick up on on energy forms like that, I think anybody, even Gene, would be able to do it. Well, now you're really hitting the bottom of the barrel, my friend. Scraping, maybe? No, you're hitting it. Okay. Scraping is the next step. I'm just giving you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Okay. So uh, we were talking about uh, various techniques that uh, maybe the average person isn't quite aware of. Uh, I want, do you want to go on and maybe share some, some of these other uh, lesser known techniques? Uh, well, sending messages in dreams. Um, yeah, that's, that's a very interesting experiment to do. I started experimenting with dreams when I was in high school. And uh, you can work with a partner on this and send a message via telepathy to someone who is sleeping and then compare notes. You can be the receiver. Um, you can uh, also uh, program yourself to go to a distant location and uh, a place that you are not familiar with and uh, describe what you see there and then um, validate that. You have to have something to validate it with, you know, like uh, some information. Um, but uh, a lot of psychic activity takes place during dreaming. And uh, there was a study done by um, Louisa Ryan a couple of de several decades ago that uh, showed that if we are going to have a psychic experience, a precognition especially, it's more likely to come uh, in dreams. Precognition is more likely to come in dreams than in other ways. Well, I think that that's probably in the process of shifting. I don't think there have been uh, more recent studies to, um, to compare that to, but my sense is of uh, what I hear from people uh, in terms of their own experiences and uh, what I'm encountering you know, out there in my research is that um, people are opening up in more ways. And so they are getting psychic information, including precognitions in many ways, not just through dreams. But uh, we should pay attention to our dreams and have uh, a very rich dream work life as part of our uh, psychic development. Yeah, I would agree with that. Let's do our break here, folks. A reminder, please go to plus.thepowercast.com to learn how you can get our ad-free version of the show, and also our After the Paracast podcast, plus.theparacast.com. More with Rosemary Ellen Guiley, author of Guide to Psychic Power. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, 
Hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Thousands of people seeking home security get ripped off every day, and the home security industry wants you to believe that's your only option. They've got hordes of salesmen out there trying to scare you into signing one of their long-term contracts. You get stuck writing huge checks month after month with no way out. It's robbery by contract, and it can cost you thousands. But there's a better way to protect your home. Simply Safe Home Security. Simply Safe has no contracts, none. You'll get award-winning 24/7 protection. Security professionals watching over your home, ready to instantly send police to the rescue for just $14.99 per month. That's less than half what most companies charge. Protect your home the smart way. Visit simplysafedefense.com today for an exclusive 10% offer and get a free keychain remote worth $25 only when you go to simplysafedefense.com. Simplysafedefense.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson, Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with Principal Office in Houston, Texas, is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice, and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Okay, we're exploring Guide to Psychic Power with Rosemary Ellen Guiley. Just like a brief segue 
from that, Rosemary. That is, these are skills and ideas you've learned over the years. How did you acquire all of these ideas and concepts, how to develop psychic powers? It was through a lot of exploration, reading, study, and uh, taking a a lot of training classes over the years. And I uh, combined and synthesized a lot of these things, uh, um, techniques that I felt worked really well and uh, could work well for most people. So it's the process of, uh, you know, many years of immersion, trial and error, and, uh, and study myself. I, I uh, like many people, had psychic experiences when I was a kid. I think probably all children do. And as we were discussing earlier in the show, uh, this is a faculty that is either repressed or recedes as a child gets older. Uh, for me, it was something that always stayed to the fore because I was so fascinated by all of this and from a very early age. And uh, as I mentioned just a little bit ago, by the time I was a teenager in high school, I was doing active dream exploration, trying to develop my ESP ability uh, through dreams, uh, dream sending and receiving. And uh, I started studying the tarot uh, when I was in college and uh, learning how to use that. And, and so one thing led to another. And uh, so my personal path really fed into all of the things that I've put together in Guide to Psychic Power. Uh, it's, it's really been a life journey, part of a life journey. Let me ask you here. Now, quite often when you're a teenager, your fellow students are really judgmental over things. So how did they react? How did your friends, your classmates react to the things you were doing? Well, I uh, sought out uh, friends who were of a similar mind. So, you know, I I guess I would have to say uh, about my career in general and my interests is that I've never felt that I had to prove any of this. For me, these things are all part of reality, and they've been part of my reality my whole life. So I really haven't dedicated myself to uh, trying to sway disbelievers and and skeptics uh, uh, about things. I mean, there there are certain bodies of evidence uh, and studies and things like that, uh, all left-brain things we can cite. But I've always been far more interested in... Uh, how this expanded consciousness enhances life, how it uh, propels the spiritual journey, and how people integrate their experiences, uh, how they have experiences, what the patterns of those experiences are throughout the ages. And we can certainly find common ground uh, in many areas. And then how we integrate these experiences, uh, how does that affect our worldview, uh, the sense of uh, the self and who we are and what our purpose in life is, how does it affect our uh, spiritual beliefs, even religious beliefs, beliefs about the afterlife and, and all of these sorts of things. So the intuitive faculty, the psychic faculty, is one of the most important components to all of that. So that's been my approach throughout my life, and I have gravitated toward other people who were seekers and doing their searching and learning from them and networking and sharing information. If people want to be skeptic, uh, skeptical, if they want to disbelieve, uh, well, that's their choice. And uh, I think in, in regard to psychic power and intuition, you ignore it at your own peril. 
Uh, it's a gift. <laughs> it's a gift you were given at birth. Yeah, and yeah. if you're not using it, you're missing out on uh, a very important ability that can greatly enhance life. So ignore it at your own peril. Well, you mentioned uh, you've used the cards on and off for, for many years. What's your favorite deck? My favorite deck now is one that I co-created with uh, the artist Robert Michael Place, the Alchemical Tarot. Cool. And, uh, that came out in 1995, and it is still in print. HarperCollins put it out of print after about eight years. We got the rights back, and now Bob keeps it in print himself. And that was a very interesting psychic intuitive journey because uh, it began with a lucid dream for Bob before I even met him. He had a dream where he got a telephone call. It was a long-distance phone call uh, from England. And the operator came on the line and said uh, this was a very important phone call and he would be getting uh, something, a gift very soon, and he would know what to do with it. Click. Uh, so he didn't know anything about the tarot. And about a week later, a friend gave him a tarot deck, the Marseille deck. Oh, yeah. And he became totally fascinated by it. Bob was An oldie uh, but goodie. <laughs> an oldie but goodie. And uh, he started studying the tarot. He was already a student of alchemy. Began to see many uh, correlations between the two. And uh, then he started having these psychic experiences, including dreams, uh, and visions where he felt that he was in touch with the spirit of A.E. Waite, the occultist, the Golden Dawn occultist, A.E. Waite, and that Waite wanted him to restore alchemical symbolism to the tarot that he said he and Pamela Coleman Smith could not do at the turn of the 20th century because of the, the rules of the order back then that the uh, esoteric had to be withheld from the masses that Waite wanted to see this stuff out in public. And it was about that point when I met Bob. And so we began this intuitive psychic journey together to create this deck where we did dream incubation, we did meditations, uh, we immersed ourselves in the alchemical literature and the literature of the tarot and the tarot cards. Uh, and Bob created what I consider to be the most powerful tarot deck uh, that's been created in modern times. And it was all through a process of intuition and psychic visioning uh, and creativity. And uh, I did the book for that. I contributed uh, ideas to the uh, images. Um, we both worked on the book too. And uh, that deck is uh, it's still out there. Bob has just come out with um, his fourth version of it. Every few years he changes some of the coloring and the back of the deck and he's just come out with version four so that's my preferred deck and if i don't have that one handy i still uh, i still like the uh, rider weight deck yeah uh, i've experimented with a lot of decks it's a good reliable classic um the one deck that i really don't care for is uh the thoth deck uh <laughs> that crowley did and mm. A lot of people like it. They find it very powerful. But I find the images on the cards just, they to me, they're disturbing. And I can't focus very well when I'm disturbed by the images. Well, it kind of depends on the card. But that is my preferred deck, <laughs> interestingly <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> <Might have known. laughs> well, being that my brother and I have the 
you know, copy zero of the original instruction manual, which uh, was the only surviving book from Crowley's library. So uh, it's, it, we have a history. Um, there's issues there. <laughs> but I've been using the, the, the thought deck for years before we came in, I guess, uh, came in possession of the copy zero of the book of Thoth. <laughs> Let's do that book in a moment. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. If you're like me, you're concerned about the stock market and the economy. You're asking the questions, but it just doesn't seem that you're getting the right answers. Well, my friends at the Wealth Preservation Institute not only have the answers, but they've put together a free report, How to Survive the Upcoming Economic Collapse and Protect Your 401Ks, IRA Savings, and Retirement Income. Don't hesitate. This report's for free for a limited time by calling 888-772-2929. That's 888-772-2929. Take back your financial lives today. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Sciatica, lower back pain, hip pain, poor posture. If you suffer from any of these problems, get ready to relax. Introducing an amazing product that's been in the market for over 25 years, the Sacro Wedgie. It was invented by a football coach using a common sense osteopath technique. He created this device to help his athletes by isolating and supporting the sacrum, which is the keystone of our anatomy. This wedge-shaped bone is in the center of our hips, where a lot of pain starts. Simply relax 20 minutes daily on the amazingly simple Sacro Wedgie and let Gravity do the work, helping muscles rebalance and start releasing nerves. Sit in the sacro wedgie at the computer or while traveling to help correct posture to finally help relieve those stubborn aches and pains for only $33.95. It's made in the USA, so click the family-owned website at sacrowedgie.com, spelled S-A-C-R-O-W-E-D-G-Y.com, or call 1-800-737-9295. That's 1-800-737-9295. Relax your back pain away with the sacro wedgie. Hey, Berkey Guy here. Are you still drinking unfiltered tap water? Does your water contain chlorine or fluoride? Will you have drinkable water in an emergency? The Berkey Guy is here to help you remove these and other potential contaminants from your water, thus helping you drink clean, purified water. We offer Berkey water purification systems at the lowest available prices online. Don't go another moment without Berkey System. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands drink clean, purified water. Join them by visiting GoBerkey.com or call me, the Berkey Guy, at 877-886-3653. That's 877-886-3653. You pick up the receiver with your heart racing and sweat dripping from your forehead. You finally muster the courage to dial the number to call into your favorite talk radio show. It rings once, twice, and then... Hello, it's GCN. What's your name and the state you're calling from? Surprised you got through, you squeak out. Jason from Minnesota. Please hold. As you patiently wait for your turn, you begin to daydream about being a famous talk radio host and what it would be like to have your own show. Jason from Minnesota, you're up. Millions of loyal listeners worldwide waiting to call and talk to you. Caller, are you there? Cheering crowds surround you, calling out your name. Going once, twice. Okay, we gotta move on to the next caller. You blew it. Huh? Wait, no! 
The host you're listening to right now, online at GCNlive.com. Click on the community link. Engage with other listeners. Ask questions. Start debates. Don't agree with the host? Let them know. Be a part of the community at GCNlive.com. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day. But growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. We have Rosemary Ellen Guiley here. Let's continue. I really learned on the weight deck though i mean that was the first deck that i used and then uh was a number of years later then i started to uh to use the the coley deck and i do find it uh if you do the the expanded 15 card reading i i I just i mean it's effortless for for me to use it i it just seems to create a clearer channel i think for me um i my insights i think are are more spot on than they are with any other deck. The weight deck would be the second one. Some of the old other decks, like I'd love to uh, look at Bob and yours uh, uh, alchemy deck. I, I think that's a really good, a good melding of, of symbolism. Is it based on your four suits, uh, the twenty-two higher uh, arcane cards? Uh, I mean, is it is it based on that model or is it completely different? It's got the standard seventy-eight. A card tarot structure to it and uh, every card has an image we we didn't just use a reiteration of pips in the minor arcana uh, and some of the images are very similar to um, the Rider Waite deck and some of them are, are quite different but there is this infusion of alchemical symbolism uh, in, in all of the cards and um, you know any uh, with tarot decks, I think uh, everyone finds their favorite deck that yeah. uh, ideally uh, what you want with a tarot deck is to get more than the book meaning of the cards. Yes. Uh, that the cards should say something in addition to you. That's when the tarot is working at its, uh, its maximum uh, power and efficiency, when yeah. it elicits things from you that go beyond the actual cards. Yeah, well, that's the ideal situation i mean you should be clear enough to be able to allow the the i always take the the card as the door that's being opened about a particular aspect of of the you know the questioner's uh process and and that successful readings are when that card allows a flood of impressions and information to come through and that's those are the kind of readings that seem to go by very quickly and uh they seem to be more effortless than having to really kind of work at it. Some people are more difficult to read than others, uh, I found. Um, but uh, one thing that I, I never did do was uh, actually offer myself as a card reader. I would only do readings if, if somebody found out about me and then asked me to do a reading. I would never volunteer to do readings, and I would never advertise or promote myself. 
Well, I think um, not volunteering to do readings is a good idea. And um, I, I, uh, I let it be known that I do readings because many people ask me uh, for them. But I, I think it is important for someone to ask for a reading. And uh, usually uh, it doesn't work as well if someone asks for another person. Um, yeah. The, in, the focal point individual really has to want the reading him or herself. Um, I think half the battle of opening up that psychic doorway is the act of actually asking for help or asking for advice. I mean, that's, that's a big piece of the puzzle right there. And quite often with readings, um, they often validate what a person's already gotten through their own psychic faculty anyway, but they're looking for some independent validation so that they feel confident about being on the right track. And uh, this is where training and developing your psychic ability can uh, can benefit uh, a person quite a bit. Uh, you know, not that uh, we should all work ourselves out of jobs. Uh, being readers, uh, I think it's it's always good to get uh, an outside perspective and validation from time to time. Yeah. But I found that so many readings uh, just simply validate what, what someone has already psychically felt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, everyone has their own kind of intuitive hit on a particular question or situation or some sort of conundrum that they're dealing with in their lives. And, and on some level, they've already figured it out. And like you said, they're looking for validation. And oftentimes, that validation comes fairly quickly uh, in the reading, especially if that person, at least this is my experience, if that person already on, on some level, just barely below their conscious level, has, has already figured it out. The, the reading just unfolds uh, quickly, and, and that, that becomes very apparent. Pretty rarely uh, will I have to go all the way through a reading and then have some sort of breakthrough uh, with the person or uh, with my own insight. Uh, I find that, that if it's going to be a good reading, it, it happens quickly. <laughs> you don't... You don't really um, the good readings. You don't really have to work uh, that hard. They almost, uh, you know, they 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 give themselves almost, uh, for lack of a better way of of saying it. Now, we do have a question here in the question bank that I'd like to get to because we mentioned uh, early this subject uh, earlier of remote viewing, and you made the comment that uh, remote viewing is almost identical it's very very similar to uh, to using your psychic abilities if not just a different term for that is there this is a question from dave m who's been a longtime poster at forum.theparacast.com where our listeners get to go to the question bank and uh ask our our wonderful guests questions and dave wants to know how you distinguish between psychic ability and remote vi- viewing ability or if you believe that they are one and the same. And I think you kind of already answered that. But but why does the government, let's say, or why does the scientific community have to create a whole new languaging, um, a, a whole new sort of approach? It's something that's been done, you know, for possibly thousands of years. Uh, what is there some sort of justification in their mind that they have to make in order to separate the whole idea of remote viewing from utilizing psychic abilities. What, what's your take on that? Well, in answer to the first question about uh, remote viewing being a psychic ability, yes, it is. It's just been dressed up uh, with um, modern terminology that the government feels is uh, palatable to the public and, and to scientists. And, of course, it, it does have 
the added component of the way it was originally developed of uh, looking at, you know, taking coordinates, you know, uh, geophysical coordinates to look at distant places, uh, which is just a way of fine-tuning your clairvoyance. You don't need to call it remote viewing. You could call it clairvoyance. It's really one and the same. It's, it's a projection of uh, your ability to see something at a distant location that uh, you're not present at. And that is a psychic faculty. Well, back when uh, the whole Stargate program was um, going on, before it got shut down and then, you know, kind of deep-sixed and... Well, officially it did. Who knows what's going on? (laughs) Yes, officially. Uh, Officially deep-sixed. Back before it it got um, uh, officially shut down and officially deep-sixed, uh, and I can't recall the year off the top of my head, but I, I do remember seeing a newspaper article about um, that g- criticized Stargate uh, for employing witches and sorcerers doing psychic things at government expense, at taxpayer expense. Well, this is... Uh, this is how we officially see this faculty, that we, we've got to come up with some kind of uh, ridiculous terminology uh, to disguise what is a very ancient faculty. Uh, otherwise, it, it gets associated with uh, sorcery and witchcraft. It gets back to an inquisitional kind of uh, mentality. And um, that's uh, some of the unfortunate um, characteristics of, of the approach of, of Western society, that mm. this isn't anything that could be taken scientifically or seriously. Mm. Um, cultural baggage. <laughs> cultural baggage. And, and yet, th- that's really what we're talking about. Remote viewing is a psychic faculty. Uh, and they just don't want to describe it that way because uh, then they'll be criticized by science and by taxpayers and um, it, it's a pejorative term, well, uh, you know, psychic I, faculty. Yes, we'll talk about psychic faculties and I have some questions about remote viewing in our final segment with Rosemary Ellen Guiley and her book that we've been talking about is Guide to Psychic Power and I Need It. With Gene and Chris, you're in thank you for listening to gcn visit gcnlive.com today graphic converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us it does not use any database you get full control of all your files want to view the images of a folder drag it into graphic converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files you could use it for slideshows you could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners need to do some image editing you can do that too in graphic converter also print catalogs convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com 
owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Get on board with the tax admiral. Don't pick on the IRS alone. I'll cut penalties and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. If you owe $10,000 or more, then call the tax admiral. Call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. Okay, open your mouth and say, ah. Ah. When your child has a sore throat, you need to know when to get help. The doctor-recommended Say Ah Sore Throat Exam is your solution. The scientifically designed oral retractor offers a clear view of the throat, relaxing the tongue and minimizing gag reflex. Compare with a medical-grade chart, website, and app. Then you'll know just what to tell your doctor. A wellness plan in your hands in minutes. Go to sayahnow.com. Sayahnow.com, the new mainstay for every family's first aid kit. Hi, I'm Rick Osick with Famous Footwear. Did you know that premature birth is the number one killer of babies? That's why we support the March of Dimes in the fight against premature birth. Join us in supporting cutting-edge research, treatment programs, and outreach to help moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Learn how you can help save babies' lives at marchofdimes.org. Hi, this is Walt Augustinowitz. I'm the founder and CEO of ID Stronghold. By now you've heard our commercials about wallets that protect you from electronic pickpocketing. Ten years ago, I created a way to protect my own cards from prying eyes after government officials started talking about issuing a national ID card with a built-in radio chip called RFID. I felt having to broadcast my personal information was an invasion of privacy. Soon after, it was also announced that credit cards, debit cards, U.S. passports, hotel room keys, and even transit passes would all soon incorporate RFID. It was then I formed ID Stronghold to share my inventions in blocking RFID signals with the world. There are a lot of misconceptions out there today about RFID. I encourage everyone to get informed and get protected. Please go to IDStronghold.com and get the facts and the wallets, sleeves, or badge holders you need to protect your personal financial data. You'll be pleasantly surprised that through our direct sales model, you won't pay more than other comparable unprotected wallets. It is as though the protection is free. Visit IDStronghold.com today. Are your Google search results killing you? Unflattering content in blogs, news articles, online reviews, social media, or other sources can jeopardize your reputation, your business, and your livelihood. Let Reputation.com help. Our patented technology will make the truth about you more visible while pushing down unwanted negative content. Improve your Google search results. Call Reputation.com at 1-800-831-0771 for a free consultation. That's 800-831-0771. Hi, this is Tracy Torme, screenwriter, producer. You're listening to Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So Chris is now being taken over by some psychic power. Rosemary Ellen Guiley, let me ask you about remote viewing. Because we've had several discussions over the years in the Paracast about it. As a matter of fact, we did an experiment a number of years back by somebody, and it succeeded but the fellow who participated in that experiment was banned from the forum. Don't let me <laughs> explain that. It's too complicated. But with remote viewing, what sort of accuracy level can we expect if it even succeeds? I think a lot of it depends on the ability of the individual. 
you know, some of the more prominent remote viewers who've come forward, uh, you know, like Joe McMonigle, who've, you know, written about their experiences, who had uh, exceptional ability. They probably had a very high accuracy level. Others might not have, have had that. And, and that applies to anyone who develops their psychic faculty. They're going to have uh, certain techniques that uh, they're really good at and others that they're not uh, as good at. And uh, one of the things about remote viewing is that it uh, attempted to put uh, some protocols on that, you know, you could measure your, your accuracy by uh, looking at uh, coordinates uh, rather than, you know, telling someone to go to a particular place where uh, you might then have subjective information that could potentially uh, contaminate what you felt you were getting. Like uh, if you were told to go to a certain country, for example, a certain location in a country, uh, what you knew about that place uh, would that color what you get? Whereas if you're just told to go to a certain longitude and latitude, you might not know exactly where that is or exactly what was there. So ideally, then your mind should be more of a tabula rasa. But the same fundamentals can can be applied just on, on a personal uh, level for remote viewing. We Anytime we perceive the future, we're remote viewing. We're looking at something that that isn't uh, physically present or physically manifest. And uh, there are different uh, ways of employing remote viewing to to go to distant places that uh, do exist in physical reality and then go to places that are far ahead in time where we're looking more at probabilities rather than uh, something that's physically manifest. So the abilities of, of people in that regard, they do vary. And uh, like any skill, some people take to it very well and excel at it, and, and other people don't do as well. Now, the reason I bring that up is because we had a guest on that shall not be named, claiming to have all sorts of really spectacular abilities at remote viewing. So, for example, when we questioned her about having a particular controversial person at a public meeting, she said that she had gone back through time and remote viewed this person's claims to verify them. Of course, the claims have not been verified. They were found to be false. So obviously her abilities were overstated. Is it possible for people who may have some degree of remote viewing capability to imagine extra capabilities, maybe add or put too much into what they can do? It's certainly a hazard. And then also you have to factor in uh, what in parapsychology is called uh, sign missing. You perceive something, but not accurately. There's pieces missing or you misinterpret. And then, of course, remote viewing was developed and structured toward taking guesswork out of it to try and, and eliminate as much guesswork as possible. Uh, with psychic work, a lot of the impressions are subjective and you do have to interpret them in some way. Uh, it could very well be that she was getting some accurate information that she was misinterpreting or she was inflating either knowingly or unknowingly, and I'm speculating here, that made for a not very accurate picture. This is another hazard with uh, looking into the future, which basically is a set of probabilities. Well, this uh, is looking into the past. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so that was looking into the past. Uh, that should be easier to do than looking into the future. 
it's hard to know what all was going on there. There uh, might have been a combination of all of those things that uh, we just mentioned. Well, it's hard to say. I'm kind of skeptical of this particular person because the person also did or attempted to do a psychic reading of me regarding something in connection with my late brother. And it seemed to be like very failed attempt at a cold reading. I'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think that's probably the best route to go there, Gene. Just leave it at that. Well, we've been talking about bringing a psychic on and, you know, someone that... Uh, that has real above average abilities uh, that, that just has natural inclinations in this regard. I do know uh, one uh, particular lady uh, in Sedona who uh, has a worldwide clientele. Um, she's very, very low key about it, but I'd love to set up a show with her and provide uh, some way for people to call in cold and have her do cold readings on people. And I think, I think that would be a really good way uh, to demonstrate, uh, you know, either positively or negatively, the uh, the efficacy and the and the accuracy of these types of uh, abilities, and she is very uh, comfortable doing uh, readings over the phone, uh, you know, f- uh, from long distance, and she does quite a number of them uh, every week. So, it's she's not going to be out of her element uh, doing that. Uh, so I think that that's something that we need to work on to come up with a way so that we could take some calls during the show or have have people ready for for you to call them or something. Um, I think and I think that would be really fun for our listening audience to to see um, you know how accurate somebody who has quite a following and has shown me uh, personally her uh, abilities to pick up on things that uh, the average person you know it you wouldn't think that they'd be able to pick up on stuff. In fact, I, I edited a, a, a quite a long uh, video project with her, and it was a little disconcerting having her sitting next to me. And a very attractive woman, too, I might add. And uh, it, was a, it was a little daunting. And uh, very quickly on, she goes, Chris, you know, I can turn this on or off, and I, I'm, I'm turning it off around you. <laughs> Chris, you know, your assignment, should you decide to accept it, will be to arrange this, and I will work with the calling because there is an incoming phone number we could use okay receive a call from skype on the show it's a little bit complicated to do but we'll find a way that would be fun i'd really like that this request will self-destruct in 15 (laughs) seconds Well, Rosemary, before before we let you go uh, why don't you give us an idea of some of the projects that you're working on here for the future I always have multiple irons in the fire, as you know, Chris, and uh, the um, uh, Interdimensional Earth uh, Portals book is um, back on track now. I've been uh, collecting massive amounts of material and I feel it's time to to, um, get that one out. I'm doing um, a book on... uh, it's called the Zozo Phenomenon, and it's about a negative entity that speaks through the Ouija board. And uh, I'm doing that with uh, co-author Darren Evans. And uh, I have a new angel book in the works. Uh, and uh, I'm bringing some of my backlist back into print, uh, some of my older titles. So many things going on. If someone wants to find out more of what you do, where do they go? Visionaryliving.com is my main website. And uh, I have my calendar there and subscription to my free newsletter and um, some articles from some of my books posted in a library. Visionaryliving.com. You can find us on Twitter 
where we are known as the PowerCast. Look for the PowerCast on Twitter. Look for a pair of PowerCast fan clubs on Facebook. But you can't befriend me anymore because I'm maxed out. That's what Facebook says. Can't take any more friends. Sorry about that not being rude. We also have a second radio show for you to listen to. It's called After the PowerCast. And that's what we do. We do make that show after we do this one. And it could be color commentary, it could be special guests, it could be a continuation of our PowerCast discussions. And to get yourself on the list to get that show, you have to join the PowerCast Plus at plus.thepowercast.com. That's P-L-U-S dot thepowercast.com. If you subscribe to a year, you get the ebook version of Chris O'Brien's Secrets of the Mysterious Valley. For five years, you get that book plus Stalking the Tricksters, five-year membership real special price plus.thepowercast.com plus.thepowercast.com more new features are upcoming we've had rosemary ellen guiley again her book is called guide to psychic power thank you for joining us on the powercast thank you very much gene and chris for having me on the show again and thanks to everybody out there in the audience The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast. <laughs>